Welcome to another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast. Our mission to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee. First things first, guys, before we get started with this podcast, do me a solid favor and subscribe to this on whatever platform you're listening to it right now, whether that's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I'd appreciate if you just hit that subscribe button and it lets me know that the content that I'm putting out for you guys is hitting your ears at the right time. Much love. This podcast is sponsored by contentremoval.com. So whether you're looking to remove any images, videos, search results, fake Instagram accounts, get in touch with us at contentremoval.com. Welcome back to the Frankie Lee Podcast. Today, guys, I have a man, Sam Ratamatavuki. And I'm telling you now, if I've, if I've done this name wrong, he'll shoot me. <laughs> Fortify Games, the man who set up multi, multi-million dollar apps. He's scaled NFT projects. He's a massive viral marketer. He's a legend in Australia and New Zealand. Mate, welcome to the podcast. Oh, welcome to, welcome to your penthouse. Thank you, bro. Mate, I, I was, uh, I was, ca- <laughs> I was, I, I was cacking myself when I was reading out your name because I just, mate, honestly, that, that was giving me stage fright. Oh, really? Yeah. Because oh, that's the longest, no, that's no, the longest no, no, name. Everything's I've, easy now, right? That's the longest name I've ever introduced on a podcast. And oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why it was the shortest intro I've ever had. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> welcome, my man. Welcome. Uh, thanks, bro. Thanks for, oh. Uh, Thanks for coming. <laughs> that's that's good, mate. Like yeah. honestly, me, Sam was just taking me around, like even the balcony here, and um, I'll I'll put it on the Instagram stories so you guys can see. But honestly, uh, how many different landmarks can we see from here, Sam? Bro, you can see everything. You can see Atlantis. You can see Royal Atlantis, which is the new upgraded one. Yeah. You can see. Mm, you can't see it right now, but you can see Burj Khalifa down there. Uh, on a good day, you can see Burj Al Arab right there. Yeah, that's the seven star hotel. Mate, mate, Dubai is mad, and it? it's mad. Bro, Dubai's crazy, bro. Like, you know, this is what this is the way I say it, right? Is like everything that is the best in the world in New York, London, that are the Monaco ever. They're, they're always their first, not always, but like major, majority, their first overseas venture is always Dubai. Yep. So you get the best of the best, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, honestly, your journey's been been mad. I, I mean, I've watched some YouTube videos of your earlier days. Yeah. And obviously, you you were the lad that was uh, born in New Zealand, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Came over to Australia. Yep. Was massively into the gym culture. Yeah. Ma- like, no offense, you were a bodybuilder back then, so you're way bigger than you were now, like yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Like, how did you go from transforming? Because you've transformed every area of your mm-hmm. life, not just your physical body, but obviously your mindset to get to where you are now. Yeah. How did you even get in the pursuit of all this stuff? And how did it start for you? Well, just when I really think about it, um, just, I don't know, being young and kind of, I guess, not having money, but knowing that you need money for shit. <laughs> it's like, uh, always had that mindset young, you know, like, uh, man, I, I did the paper route when I was like uh, eight years old, nine years old, doing like six, seven kilometers. Um on paper route like four times a week um and that was just to help out the family i didn't i didn't get anything from that you know so um uh and then when i moved to australia early i was uh well everything everything for me was like networking but then but then uh seizing the opportunity you know so i I met this guy um he was at the front handing out flyers for like an underage thing you know um he saw us like islanders and and he was like 
you know, he knew that we were into hip hop and that. So he started talking to us. He was an older guy. Kind of like said, come to the, um, uh, I haven't told the story actually, come to the, um, like an underage thing. And I went and it was like super late at night. I, I think I told my mom that I was at my friend's house. He told, he's staying at my house. So we were just out for the night. Um, and bro, like just out in like Woodridge, like, which is like in Logan, um, probably like 12 years old at the, un- at the underage and, and it was dead. It was, it was crap. But like, just just going there, um, and then just started hanging around with this guy, bro. He was like older. Then I started selling like mixtapes at the markets and started selling stuff at the um, the markets. I used to get up at four a.m. in the morning. Um, like I had milk crates as my <laughs> um, my bench. I had like a hard cover Tupac poster that was on the wall. Take that off, and and that was the table. You know, chew the batteries. Had the the the, the Walkman, uh, the computer monitors play the music um people used to people used to come through and um this was back in napster days man so like you know i don't even know how these djs had the acapella and the instrumentals then blended it together you know so people used to come that would that would dj at parties and that and buy all the cds it was all the cds from the djs down in sydney all the um just like that so man i had those these like little entrepreneurial spouts growing like growing up like even in 2000 um Bro, I had like uh, I, I was like doing affiliate marketing with like uh, getting people to install um, ad toolbars at the bottom of their. Um, their Mate, thing. do you know how many ad toolbars I've had? I've had to get out of my browser. Bro. <laughs> yeah. It was you. <laughs> no, well, uh, I, mean, I was in the like Yahoo chat rooms, like trying to get people to like get paid to surf the web, blah blah blah. And actually, it was crazy because um, bro, I don't know if I was going to get paid. I'm like, what the fuck? And I actually got a check in the mail. Like it was literally a check in the mail. Uh, this was like 2000. So that was crazy. Was, um, that your, was that your first kind of money you done online? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Bro, like this is 2000. This is, <laughs> no one's making, like, that's weird. Like, uh, unless you had a dot .com, uh, that, that was like the dot .com thing, but bro, I wasn't in that. I was just, I didn't even know how I stumbled upon it. I was just in the Yahoo chat rooms. One thing for me, bro, is I always, I always had the internet, you know? Like I always had the internet and and I, and, and I guess like, I found early that the internet was more exciting than what was happening around me. Like uh, the the people that I could I could have been hanging around with uh, where I was living, I always found the internet like more interesting. So that's how I was, that's how I came across like the g- gym life. Um, and then from there, man, like I I always took the the things that I learned from that, like bro, dedication, motivation, sacrifice. You know, you got to get your sleep, you got to get your protein, in, you got to. But I, I, I also realized super early that there's no money in this. You know what I mean? Like there's uh, no money in the gym game. There's no yeah. money in this gym. Uh, well, actually, I was wrong. You know, but I didn't have I didn't have someone to like. Because I, I I even did workout videos. You see my workout videos right yeah, back in the, yeah. from back in the days, and I only did thirteen the, years old. Some of those videos now. Yeah, bro. And I only did those videos because um people used to always ask me like, oh, what do you do for training? And I'm like, well, I can't I can't sit there and reply to everyone, but I know that I should. You know what I mean? Like you have to. Um, if you got time, like, like I always had this OG. His name's Scott Ferris. He always told me, even on the toilet, just be replying to people. You know, like uh, you got ten minutes on the toilet, like just reply people. But because the thing is, is like I know for me, right? Even now, if someone that is high profile follows me, um, but I, I know that I show three, four people that this guy just followed me. You know what I mean? So I know for sure that. There's someone that's doing that. If I follow them or if I message them back, so it doesn't matter. So I know that that interaction is super important. And bro, it's like hard labor, bro. It's, it's a lot of work, you know. But I always knew that early. So I was like, how do I fine tune this instead of like sitting there replying to everyone? So that's why I started doing the workout videos. So I could just send them the link. 
So, it was like, so, so you, you you already understood that the value in the world was was the currency of attention. So you you, you understood that you can get attention now online, yeah. and then you understood that the, on the back of that attention, you have to ha- you have to have a good relationship with those people in order to get to get them to do things that you want to do right in life. And it's not even that I want to get them to do what I want to do, but I know that that if if I'm giving value, you're going to get something. You the potential to get something back in the future. You know, like it's yeah. it's not always guaranteed and that's what and that's another thing what people don't realize as well it's like but i did this guy a favor and he didn't do anything for me all the work worry like you might have to do a, a thousand favors and only one person gives you that gives it in return you know what i mean like that's the way of the world so was that what at what point you know why sure uh, whilst you were doing this and these workouts online is yeah. this when you started to get into the club scene and started no, to- i was already in the i was actually already in the club scene so i was already in the club scene um Early man, I was in I was in the clubs when I was uh, young, and um, bro. So it's funny because I used to go down and MC down at the Gold Coast, right? Um, just on the mic, yo yo yo, kind of like a host, you know, like like a, like like pretty much an MC's role is just to like it's an extra promoter. Um, so you got to be good at pro- first of all, you got to be good at promoting. You know, you got to get people to the club, and once they're there, you got to be like slash host. And then you also got to like hype the crowd up a little bit, you know, not too much that you're annoying and, and, you know, just like fill in when there's like, when the DJ's like mixing shit, that's just like a 20 second beat, you know, like you just say some shit. Um, so I was already doing that. And then I seen on, and then they, they had like topless, um, topless waiters that would, that would um, come as well. This is at uh, Shooters in the Gold Coast. So I'm like, I, I could come two hours earlier, do that. Get, paid get another couple hundred that yeah. was going to make me stay in shape as well um so that was pretty much that was that, that was the reason uh that i did that as well you know so um i just like got into it and i just saw okay i can make money here i can make money there i can make money there and pretty much just trying to connect the dots bro like super early so so from early for you was it was it all about making as much money as possible so that you you could free yourself from like the matrix type thing I didn't even think like that. I, I was just like, um, literally just make money. It wasn't to free myself from the matrix or anything. Like I know that I, I did a few jobs and bro, like I'll quit by the first smoker, you know, like I'll like, obviously when they saw me, I was like, I'm like kind of jacked up and muscly. So they're giving me the physical labor jobs. Whereas for me, bro, I'm super like, I'm a, I'm a deep thinker, you know, like I'm really like, I should have been a more like taking on the, the business side of the things. But when I was young, they see me and give me the, the physical job, so, and I'm talking to some of the dudes, like, oh, yeah, man, uh, and they're like, oh, yeah, I've been here for t- 10 years, I'm like, oh, fuck this, uh, like, smoker, I, I just left, you know, um, so I knew that I, I couldn't do that, um, so I was just like, yeah, it was literally just to make money, like, is, is that essentially why you remodeled your, your whole physique, and, and how your physique, because nah. your physique, oh. your physique has, has evolved massively, yeah. Into a more athletic, um, and obviously you you go into your your into your high fashions mm. and and everything like that, mm. and that's been something that I, that you, as you've elevated through 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 your business, yeah. you've kind of remolded yourself on that. Bro, like yeah, I think like I think like I was because I was into bodybuilding, and then I'm like really breaking it down. I'm like there's peanuts here, you know, unless you're gonna. Unless you like uh, have a big social media following that you can monetize in different ways, but if you're really trying to monetize from a bodybuilding thing, and it's super unhealthy as well, you know. Uh, so, 
Yeah, I just want. I just prefer like the more athletic body. Like I want to know that I can run like 15 kilometers. I can do this. I can put a boulder on my head and run up a hill when just random shit. You know, like. Well, we were speaking once on Instagram, and uh, you. I remember you saying to me, "You're going to lose some weight," and I said, oh, "Why are you losing some weight?" And you said, "Because I want to look better in fashion." Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I, did I, I say I said that to you? Yeah, you said that to me. Yeah, and I was, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, did you take this so serious? Because obviously, the way that you've used high fashion. I yeah. believe you yeah. tell me if I'm wrong because because I've because I've I've come from a middle class English background. Yep. I struggled. I've I've really struggled to get this high fashion and why people buy high fashion. Yeah. Right now, obviously, you're someone I know that 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 buys a lot of this mm. high fashion. Mm. And the, and you said one day to me, and and you've said it on your stories as well that the high fashion is access to different people and conversations yeah, sure. to allow me to network. And that's when my my mindset clicked into thinking about it differently. So just, can you just explain that f- well, for the audience? Well, like it's the same with what you're doing, right? You're podcasting, you're, you're, you're talking to business people, things in two hour deep conversations. So, so the way that I do it and I do it because like, first of all, I actually am into it, you know? So, um, like I always wanted to look good. I always want to be, cause I feel, I, I feel like if you look, if you feel good and you look good, it's like, it's super important, you know. It's not just it's not just for networking, but it's also mental. Mental, it's but it's everything, you know. Um, so with the fashion thing, um, like when I like when I could when I had disposable income, you know, money that I know is like, bro, like I can do this all day, you know. Like I I, I waited till the right time, pretty much. Um, then I then I like use it to my advantage, right? So um, I go to like Louis Vuitton, I go to Fendi, I go to Dior. Prada. I make good relationships with the people there, and I'm strategic with what I buy as well. Like I buy like I like I, I like to buy like a lot of one-off pieces, um, things that things that have the potential to hold their value, or also I'm able to use it. Like for example, right, if I buy like a crazy ass um, alligator crocodile bag that's like one of ten in the world, the everyday person they probably don't don't care or know what it is. But if I take that to the LV event, now I'm getting all these people coming up going, damn. And even the stuff going, I haven't even seen that one. So it's like a conversation starter, you know. And for me, like of uh, the, the networking that I've had from going to these events, or it's pretty, it's pretty lit, you know. Like, what, what would you estimate? Obviously, obviously, you, what would you estimate you spent collectively on fashion and 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 watches and all this stuff over over oh, your period? Damn, watches included. Watches included. Yeah, oh, like multi. A lot, a lot of a lot of money, bro. Like, are we, are we talking? What, what are we talking? Seven, eight uh, figures? Oh, not millions. Oh, no, not eight. Maybe like five. Oh, I don't know, bro. But to be honest, like the watches are going up. You know, yeah, they've they've come back down from the peak, but they're um they're still up from when I bought them. No, I just I just the the honestly the, the it's just the way. You, you explained to me how these how these pieces can open not not only do they appreciate in value yeah. but they open up doors for you to be able to have conversations with people. This, this is why I never understood the reason why people buy fakes, right? Because if you if you go to the if you go to um, buy a fake Louis Vuitton bag, right? It might just say it's a thousand dollars. A good fake is still it's still pretty expensive. Say the real one's like five thousand, okay? You go buy you go buy a good one for like two thousand. You're not getting it cheaper than that, bro. Like if you're getting a really good quality fake. So there's a, uh, but you can actually go buy the real one for five thousand. You have that five thousand in store credit, so you got that purchase history and the relationship with um, the store, 
And then if you want to resell it, bro, you can re- if you keep it in good condition, you can sell it for like at, at least half of what you paid for it. Do you know what I mean? So Right, and it's a conversation starter. Bro, but you still got that 5,000 of purchase history and if you want to sell and and if you want to sell it, you're still going to sell it for half. So it's actually it's cheaper than buying the fake one because the fake one's worth zero as soon as you buy it. You got no purchase history and most importantly with the fake, everyone that got the real shit knows that it's fake. So it's like you're impressing people that that you. Why would you even care to to impress these people? You know. So with when it comes to the kind of fashion and the kind of stuff that you're buying, mm. and it's really it really is high level stuff. Yep. But I think people in society buy that stuff too early or start to purchase stuff too early, and, they, sure. and they purchase it on credit. And I just want to really dr- drive that home in in terms of like you know your opinion on that. In, I think like I think like you got to stay patient, you know. Like I, 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 bro, I don't have anything. I don't know. Not, like even on my houses, I know that for sure that if I really wanted to leverage my assets and 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 I could get a lot, I could get so much cash flow. But I don't know. Like I, I prefer just to focus on making more money, you know. Like I don't really attempt this lifestyle to like okay, I can do this for life, you know. So like I, I would never advise someone to do it. Like the, the the cheapest the best thing to do, bro, is just focus on your body. You know, eat healthy, eat salads, eat tins of tuna with uh, water, and drink a lot of water, and just get your body right, and then just wear plain clothes. But even now, right, this is a Zara t shirt. This, this is Lululemon, bro. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So you know what I mean. But like, cause I got cause I got a nice physique, cause I got the the accessories. You don't need to don't need to spend uh, you know a massive I mean? amount. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, like, it, it doesn't mean that I'm only going to buy designer. Nah, it doesn't mean that at all. Like, actually, most of my shirts that I wear is, is Zara plain shirts. But, but see, this is, this what this ring here, for example, this is an investment-grade diamond in the middle. So, I have a certificate for that and everything. And because of the Russian situation now, this has gone up 50%, the, the ring. Right. But I, I got investment pieces, but I turned it into jewelry, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, that one, there's an investment piece as well, but I turned it into a jewelry and that's that's gone up in value that there that's an investment stone as well so these are investment stones so when you say investment stones what's the difference between a normal diamond okay and like investment okay stone? like this this here for example wouldn't have a gia certification for with it these are just these are just cut these are just cut you know but this one here has a has a certificate with it that says the carrot the carrot the thing the thing and you can always sell it right. and it can go up it can go down so basically what you're doing is because you live in Dubai and, and, and because of, because of how safe it is here, you can actually wear the and get use out of the money rather than storing it in the bank and it losing value over inflation. Right, see, see that's, that's another thing too, right? It's like, okay, I always know that I can liquidate this because of the middle stone if I need to. But it's, okay, and I might only lose like 20% of what I paid for it. So it's up to me to be able to make more than the, like make the lot more yeah. than the 20% by wearing it by conversation starters and that so but you're saying you'll only lose 20% if you sell it and, and that's if you have to sell it and you're forced to sell it yeah. but but in the meantime you're making up the 20% difference in the value of the networking you can do off the conversations that it starts Bro, exactly so this, this this is what people don't understand they think I'm out there like oh man this guy's so stupid just spending this spending that but I'm very strategic look at what I buy you know really look at what I'm buying I'm not buying 
shit because that you walk into the store and anyone can buy. You know what I mean? I'm very strategic. With that, that. that that's what that's why I I used to always ask you these questions like yeah. why are you buying that? Yeah. Not 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 look at you and think okay you're buying that you're being flash. I used to say to you why are you buying that and then you used to tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like right now I understand because I didn't understand. I was like yeah. why, why is he buying? Why is he buying that? Like what's he's already got 17 of those. Why is he buying another one? <laughs> yeah. Like do you know do you, do you know what I mean? In my yeah, head yeah, I couldn't yeah, yeah, fi- yeah. I couldn't figure it out. But then yep. you explained it to me and broke it down. I was like okay I get it now. Mm. I get how you can leverage that to start a conversation mm, and mm. and it's like even 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 just even just where you where you live right now yep. it's like you know you live you live in a beautiful penthouse apartment overlooking the whole of dubai mm. and it's like it's it's a community that allows you to 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 network with high net worth individuals right yeah like i say right um i i don't live on top of a, i don't have the penthouse where it's all studios and one bedrooms below it that's usually renters you know yeah it's all super high end in this development. It's all like every every apartment is this size. You know what I mean? So it's like it's there's a price point. And and usually when it's this type of price, people aren't really renting it out. So you really it's just the owners because you know, you're de- you're dealing with people that this could be their sixth, seventh, eighth house. So they they might just come for two months a year and it's literally just uh but they don't care about renting it out. So you're dealing with the, yeah, bro. It's just everything's networking, bro. Like you know what I mean. Nice. What can I say, bro? When they when people see me, bro, they they're interested. You know, like this guy's got the tattoos. This guy's got this. This guy did. Like, what do you do? You know. So it's like every everything is strategic. Yeah, everything's strategic, man. You have to be. So when obviously you you go through the clubs, you jet you you start generating and hustling for all this money. Mm. You, you get you. you you're grabbing as much money as you can from all, all areas of mm. your life. You've mm. got your your bodybuilding stuff. You've got your selling supplements. You're probably out there hustling the clubs. You're doing your butler in the buff type thing. How, how did you transform that into the guy that, that builds a viral Facebook page that becomes one of the biggest in Australian yeah, history? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I already had um, – well, obviously, like, I was building I was building Fortify as a as – a, whatever it was, you know? Like, I was just building it. Um, and, bro, like – Musical, I was doing music as well, but music was literally one part of it. I'll say more, I was just like a personality, you know, like I did this, I did that, but I was trying everything. I was super trying everything. Um, and so I already had the Facebook page, right? And it had like 50, 60,000 on there. And then me and my, me and my uh, bro, Mark, um, where we just like, well, actually I posted a gym note to my mom. I, post, I, I seen something come up in memories. It was like a, um, I wrote a note to my mom saying I'm running away. Da da da. You're always at the gym. So that's when I was like, like seven or something, and I posted that up and just, and it, bro, it, it actually I was like, what the hell? Like this shit went pretty good, you know? Like it, it went better than, hey, I'm here this Saturday night, you know? It went better than that. I was like, the fuck? And then, um, bro, I just ran with it, bro. Like ran with it, and um, it was during the ice bucket challenge, um, the ice ice bucket, yeah, ice bucket challenge. Um, so everyone was just posting their ice bucket challenge, but actually, um, Mark cut the video up like as a compilation, we posted that on the page by 20 mil views overnight. And I was just like, I don't know what the hell, like, I didn't, I didn't know about monetizing like Facebook tr- traffic, but bro, like, 
I've been in the clubs long enough to know if you got a million people walking past your club, like you can get a few of them in to, to sell them buy some me. drinks and shit. You know what I mean? So, but I just hammered it, bro. Like hammered it. Literally every twenty minutes, we're posting every single twenty minutes, bro. Like memes, this, that, twenty, bro. 20 and this minutes. was when the organic reach was like out there. Bro, I was posting memes, getting a million likes, bro. Like straight up, um, crazy. So I'm like, so build it up, build it up, build it up. It's going crazy, bro. Literally, like, he's sleeping at night. I'm sleeping during the day. Like, we're, we're running this shit as a, as a 24-hour operation. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, man, uh, I think we're posting too much. I don't care. Like, America's awake now. Just go, like, 20 minutes. Bro. Every 20 minutes we're posting. It's going crazy, crazy, crazy. I'm, pick, I'm picking up all this steam. Like, uh, I didn't monetize it until it hit, like, uh, 600,000 followers. This is one key thing I've heard you say yeah, yeah, before, yeah. right, yeah. That, that I really want to dive into. Okay. You mentioned uh, on another interview that I listened to yep. that people monetize too early. Yeah. Right? Ex- break this down for okay. me. Okay. So, so, bro, like me running the viral page, right? Obviously, I'm in touch with all these influencers because the people that's creating viral content, I'm, I'm in touch with them. I'm, I'm networking with them just the same as I did in the clubs. I'm networking with online influencers. Vine had shut down. All these people came from Vine to Facebook. They didn't know how to monetize they're following because in Vine you're just getting paid ads. Facebook's a totally, Facebook's a totally different beast, bro. Like it's not a simple formula. Like you have to really understand how to go viral, and then also you have to have the algorithm on your side. Now, now I don't even waste my time with Facebook because they pick and choose who they want to give the the reach to. You know, um, but back then it was it was open. So if you if you was down to put in the work and you were smart, you, you built a following. Um, so yeah, so I always seen, bro. I always seen people like. Okay, this guy's early, and I'll catch him super early, bro. Like, I'll, I'll catch people at 500 followers uh, that now have 10 million followers. Julius Dean, for example, like, uh, he, he had, like, 500 followers when I started working with him. Kristen Hamby, and I'm not saying that I built them up, but, like, that's the, that's the early days that I was working with these people. And, bro, i just seen so many influences, and, and to be honest, because I've been around in the music scene as well, so I've seen it. Like, bro, I've seen all the local artists go on X Factor, Australia's Got Talent, all that. And and they get an overnight following, but when you go from zero to two hundred thousand followers, and um, you didn't really understood how that happened. Well, actually, you didn't have any part of that. You, you was on the TV, you know what I mean. So you got the following from the TV. Now you don't know how to grow it, and you don't know how to like do it. So 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 um, it's always better to the slow build, bro. Like the slow build for me is always better, um, unless you got the knowledge to to what to do. Um, but typically I've seen this so much, you know, I've seen it in the music. Now these people get 500,000 followers. Now they're getting invited to all these events. Come to this movie premiere, come to this, come to that. Oh, but can you, you know, so they're living the life, bro. But really it's like 500,000 followers. That ain't shit. Like even $500,000 ain't shit. Like really, like you can't do much with that. So, um, so they, yeah, they just, they just celebrate too early, bro. Like you, you, they take their foot off the gas too early as well. Yeah, and then they'd be posting up like, oh, I'm at this, uh, I'm, I'm at the movie premiere. That's not viral content. Do you know what I mean? Right. Okay. So you're killing your, you're killing your algo reach. Um, unless you're doing a skit at the thing with some other dude that, you know, like you can, you still got to be smart with it, but they're just literally standing there posting up that they're at the thing. That's, that's, not, that's mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you've just said there. They're yeah. killing their viral reach by not doing what got them there. They're doing, they're celebrating as if they are there. Or like at the end of the day, like social media is a, a business, so you got to keep posting viral content uh, in order to keep that reach, and that's why people like they go like that and they go like that because 
they start posting ads, they start posting sponsored posts, they start doing this, that, and the third to, to finally make money, but it kills their reach. One of the best influencers that, that I know on a personal basis is James Smith because he doesn't monetize his audience via paid posts okay. and, and, and content like that. So mm. he's obviously got, I think, 1.1 on Instagram. He's got like 1.4 on TikTok at the moment. Okay. And, he, and he's, he's, he's grown his YouTube massively. And he and this guy earns a hell of a lot of money for for an, for an individual creator with a with an app as well and all that stuff. So he's he's killed the game. Yeah. And the the most beautiful thing about that is is James hasn't ever done a paid post mm. and doesn't do paid posts. He mm. makes money from business at the back end, Smart. real real business. Smart. And that's just what you've broke down right there. Yeah, man. Most people want to promote another product, but really you need to create a brand that other people want to promote. That's the that's the real key. You know, the next level up. And that's what I that's what I realized, uh, bro. Like, think about it, right? I'm a I'm a local MC. I'm going to this different state. I'm going to here here. So I just like, bro, it was like a micro influencer before they had that term, you know. And uh, you know, I was getting clothing from this thing, clothing from that. So I already understood all that all that shit, you know. So I was like, I'm not gonna do that um, on here. I'm gonna create my own. I, I need to be the owner, you know. Um, and and uh, so yeah, bro, that's pretty much it. I, I just tried so many different ways to to monetize the following. Once I finally did, um, what were some of them early ways that you found? Uh, to monetize? Early ways was like, um, bro, like oh my god, I can't believe uh, tattoo number four, you know, and 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 uh, it, it might be like fifteen most uh, failed tattoos, and you got to click next, 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 and it's got the ads everywhere, and you know the. That, um, that, that, the, the articles, you know, the yeah, articles. Remember, had to click next, yeah, next, yeah. next, and then, bro, the ads will pop oh. up. So I was doing that. I was, bro, I was, I was killing it doing that. Um, so how long did it take you to earn your first couple of mil from that Facebook page? Uh, bro, like, it, it didn't, it, it came fast, but it didn't come super fast, you know, like, uh, and, like, I don't want to, but if you look at the overall, uh, how much I made from that was big money. But um, to be honest, I can't remember, bro, because if you think about it, I, I had the Facebook page for so long before I even monetized it. But once I started monetizing it, not not, not, not that long, bro. Is it something you still hold on to now or did you sell it? No, no, no. So it's pretty much dead traffic, bro. I didn't even, th- I didn't even think about it anymore. Like, uh, you know... Uh, with with one of my businesses that I did, bro, I was like, okay, now's the time to really uh, go crazy, you know, like because uh, that's also another thing. What inf- what influencers don't do, they they they're too precious that they don't want to start monetizing. No, I don't want to monetize my my thing, but it's like your window of opportunity is really small. Um, so you have to be. But it's super hard, bro. Like you know, I've 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 had a, a hard experience with this podcast on a personal level because mm. I've been offered ways to monetize it many times, mm. but I don't agree. One, the brands didn't align, so okay. I wouldn't do it. Okay. And two, I was offered uh, an exclusive deal to go on a platform called OF <laughs> uh. <laughs> to put the podcast on there because they're going into they're going massively into podcasting. Yep. And I don't like the look of the. I don't like the look and feel of that. That as a brand, okay. I don't want to tie my name to a look and a feel of a brand okay. like that. They may pivot, yeah. but it's like to me, it's it wasn't. It just didn't feel. You got. To, I I believe that the right opportunities will come to you when they come to you, but you you shouldn't go into 
things that don't feel right you know what I mean like in, in terms of like I know you say you've got a short window of opportunity yeah. but I think a podcast has got a lot longer window of opportunity than, than say an influencer yeah, yeah for sure and that, that 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 was the good thing about um the Facebook page as well you know like I was more like a, a content curator I wasn't an influencer where I had to go out shoot the content do the thing I was like re- a lot of times repurposing it um you know clickbaiting it up uh headlines captions then I had share partners with multiple other pages so um, totally different, you know. So, so essentially, what you did then is you, 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 you were like, right, do you know what? Instead of going out creating all this content and and having all the work, I'll, I will put better hooks in the content that other people post. I'll take Both. curate it, yeah. and, then, and then and then fire it out at scale. So yeah. now I've got all these people over here, influencers. I'll pay them for their content. I'll put it on my page. I know I'm going to get the ad revenue from it from this, and I'll just wrap. I'll just re. I'll just put. Re- Bro, there was no ad revenue back then too. So like. Bro, like you had to literally find a way to monetize the traffic. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like you, you didn't get, this was at the start, you didn't get paid for views, man. So right. yeah, this is early days, bro. This is 2014. So how did you figure out your first way to hack the, to getting a payment back for something you've put so much time into? Bro, that's the hard part. That's the hard part. You know, like uh, you just try, try. Uh, like I told you, I did the, I did the website. I did um, e-commerce. I did, uh, I sell it, selling products on the back of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so many things, bro, like, uh, so many things. And then actually, um, and bro, like, my Facebook page was, like, the um, number one in the world, uh, reach-wise. Trackalytics, you can, uh, there's a website called Trackalytics, and, and it was literally the number one reach, bro, on Facebook. For, I would say, like, the, like over a 12-month period in 2015, like, pretty much, like, six, seven months was me, and then another one was, like, another mate of mine so we was like back and forth for that whole year um the biggest reach man like we were killing it sir um but when did you think you kind of when did you think right this is going to die out so i've got to i've got to i've got to pivot because you you're someone who's constantly pivoted but i just so like, many, so like many well, well, right from the start um that the, the, there'd be like a you know every every few months there'd be like an article coming out saying Facebook is uh, decreasing the algorithm or the reach. The reach is going down. The reach is going down. It was literally right at the start when they wanted people to start paying for ads. Um, and then Instagram started popping off. But I was like, I'm going to just stay on Facebook because uh, I, I prefer to milk this big following than, than go over there because I know that that's going to, it's the same thing what's happening here is going to happen here just two years later. So, and the same thing is what's happening with TikTok. You know, like they, you, every social media platform, you get the free views right at the start because they're trying to build the platform. And then even the, the apps need to figure out a way to monetize th- for the investors yeah. that are put in. So then they start decreasing the organic reach and um, you got to pay f- pay for what you once had. So, um, yeah, I, 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 knew, I saw that early and I saw the wave. I'm like, oh, I'm going to just stay here and just keep going. So um, well, it, wasn't that I, it wasn't that I pivoted, but um, like everything that um, happened, it was pretty good, but... Um, then I stumbled upon mobile games. So it was around the time when, um, do you remember a game called Flappy Bird? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I read an article that's like, oh, this game's making like 50,000 a day. You know, it's like some uh, dude in Vietnam. And actually I'm friends with the guy now on Facebook. I mean, we're not friends, but like we're friends on Facebook, you know. Um, Dong Nguyen, and he was making like 50K a day. I don't know what happened, bro. I think, uh, I don't know if Nintendo or Mario Brothers, like, because he deleted it after like two months. Yeah, some weird reason, bro. I don't know why. Like, yeah, flappy, but that th- wasn't there some form of. It was kind of like it was kind of like a little bit like Mario Brothers. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, some something legal went down with that app. I'm sure it did. I think so because he deleted it. But um, 
anyway, so I saw that and I'm like, bro, like, I think, I think this is it because people was telling me like, oh, push the music, push the music. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to push the music. Like, I got random followers from, I ain't trying to push like some hip hop shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that I'm not trying to convert like 2% of the audience. I need something that's universal, you know, like yeah. my following is universal right now. Not my following, but the following that I had access to on the page. So, bro, like I, I, I really seen that mobile games could be it, you know, cause it's free to download. So it's no, it's no cost to the user. And actually the, the big thing was, was this was when mobile games, um, this is when people started like the laptop became dead and everyone started having just mobile phones. Like, like I literally was there during the shift seeing the data of this is how people access uh, their, their internet on laptop. Two years later, it was all mobile, you know, like, so everything went to mobile and it was free to download and you make money on the ads, you know? So when people die, if they, if they want to start from the same place, there's an ad, if they want to, so I was like, I, I think, I think this could be good. And, and, uh, and by, and by this point you've stacked enough cash flow and cash in the bank to be able to, to build an app when other people perhaps well, couldn't because well, well, isn't getting into apps quite expensive uh bro like the thing is is because i built an asset and because of the way i network i didn't pay anything you know like i came to the table and i partnered with the right people and this is what i bring to the table this is this is it's not, it's not money right okay but I ha- i'm actually i'm bringing money you know because i'm bringing this page. I, I bring 10 million eyeballs yeah. to this Let's create an app. You're the app developer. You develop the app. This is this is the yeah, partnership. So, so, exactly, bro. So I partnered with the right people. You know, bro. I'm I'm getting. Think about it. I'm getting so many inbounds. Right. I got the 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 biggest page in the world. So I'm getting, bro. Literally, no no lie, bro. Like, at least twenty uh, inbounds a day. Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? So I'm filtering them all. I'm still got to read them. And one of them was, let's do an app. I work for this company. Da 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 My mate Zeb. Shout out to Zeb. And um, so yeah, bro. That that so he so we get on a call. He's like, "Do you want to do a Fortify app? We could probably make uh, two hundred thousand. We'll split the money." I'm talking to him. I'm talking to the guy, right? And I'm thinking like, "Bro, like, fuck the Fortify app. Let's just do a, a app that can go big, you know?" Because I think I think he thought that I was like, uh, um, he thought the following was like Fortify following, you know? It was just so he was like, but I but after talking to him, I'm like, this is so much bigger than just trying to say, hey, Fortify's got an app, you know, like, let's just do something on a bigger level. So he went out to his networks because he was in that, he was in the, the monetization ad side of the mobile games industry. So he, he went out to different uh, uh, developers that he was monetizing their previous apps for. Then the other guy that we got, um, but he already had successful apps. Uh, he already had number one games on the app store. So bro, it was literally, it was literally like that, man. And that's what I always tell everyone, like, uh, and everything that I do, bro, it's always like uh, percentages based. It's no like, um, yeah, I, I work like that, bro. I, I don't want to. So g- you you cut a lot of other people into the deal, and then that stops you having to go and employ loads of people because you'll go right. I've got the I've got the traffic. You've got the app company. You build. We'll drive traffic, and it just works because it's 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 a it's a it's a mutual relationship where you both benefit. Yeah, exactly. It's a joint venture. A joint venture, brand. And, and and a lot of people, they're like, oh, but I don't want to give up the percentage. I said, dude, like 10% of, of $10 million, right? 10% of $1 mil is more than 100% of like 500,000, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't really matter about the percentages if 
but if I, if I'm if this guy's taking twenty percent, then you just need to make sure that you he's gonna bring forty percent worth of value. You know what I mean? And 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 that's pretty much it. So so I don't, bro. To be honest, I don't worry about percentages. Like uh, okay, it's fair. You know, everything's fair. Like that I'll do. It's like okay, you take this percent, I take this percent, you take this percent. I'm doing this, you're doing that, you're doing that, and that's how I always that's how I always do my businesses, bro. So everything you do from then on has been joint venture. Even before that, always, bro. I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have, I didn't have money to, to. I didn't, I never had, I never had like money to invest into a, into a thing, you know. Like, and then when I, when I, when I made the money, I, I didn't want to spend it on a new business because, bro, I had the traffic, bro. Like, I, that was my, that was my entry, you know. That was my, that was my money. I just love your I love your whole thought process about building the engine with the traffic whilst you're in it whilst you're grafting and in a job and all that kind of stuff while you've hustled mm-hmm. for money and then once you've got this engine with traffic just keep rolling it into different business joint ventures and, oh, it to, stop. and to monetize yeah, it yeah, exactly yeah. and now you've and that's and that's what you've continued to do and then you've took the money that you've made from all these joint ventures with mm-hmm. all these people when you've made these millions and millions and millions tens of millions mm-hmm. and you've bought assets with it mm-hmm. so like when did you start getting into like things like crypto and and, and NFTs and all that kind of stuff. Bro, it's funny because crypto, like early early days, bro, like Silk Road days. Um, um, that's when I first knew about it. But actually, the first crypto that I bought, I think it was like 2013, but it was uh or 14. It was it was Litecoin. <laughs> that was like oh, apart from uh, uh the Bitcoin, it was um Litecoin, bro. It was super early. But to be honest, like I was more so like a. I knew about it, but I wasn't like some super like converted dude that was like all in, like you know. And then as and then, but you, you know about it, so you're you're looking at the price. You might check, then I'll check the price like two months later. It's like, oh shit, like check the price thing. So I was mostly just curious, you know. And then 2015, uh, 16, um, when Ethereum uh, came out, and then that 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 big bull run there in 2017, because I had a lot of play money, bro, from uh, from everything else that I'd done then, so. I was like uh, putting money everywhere, you know. Like I had money in, gov- like stupid shit that I like got recommended to me by people that I wish I never listened to. Um, but I lost millions doing. I lost millions there. I lost, but uh, I never lost enough that would ever hurt me, you know. So um, I just looked at it as lessons and moved on. And um, so crypto was pretty early, man. And like 2017, like I, I was in there then, you know. And I didn't sell, and you know. I was like, fuck, I'm just going to keep, like, adding, you know, like, keep adding. What convinced you so much about Bitcoin at the time? It wasn't, okay, I wouldn't say, it was, bro, it was like, it was like the hype, bro. If you think about it, it's perfect marketing because, bro, like, if someone's making money, they're literally telling 10 people, right? So it's a crazy, it's a crazy word of mouth thing, you know? And every few years, well, throughout the history of Bitcoin, these waves happen. And they say that it starts from the Bitcoin halving when the rewards get cut in half, the the, the daily mining rewards um, get cut in half because it 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 um, makes it, it more it, scarce asset. Yeah, it cuts it in half. So so they say that that starts it. Um, but you seen like last year was with NFTs and that. Well, you just gotta you just gotta be you, like it's even like with the. So you're literally taking your mindset from all the way back where where you create viral attention, then you monetize it. You're just you're just basically looking at Bitcoin like the network effect, basically, and saying, look, 
it it, it, it's got that many eyeballs at the minute, but I believe it's going to have that many. And because there's a difference between that many and that many, there's 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 a value gap, and the value gap is I buy it at X, and it's going to be worth Y, in my opinion. Pretty much, and um, yeah, it's pretty much that, bro. But I didn't sell it because I was, bro. Like obviously, like everyone just thinks it's going to keep going up, right? So then I'm, so then I'm, so then I'm caught in it. But I'm not, wor- I'm, I wasn't worried because, bro, like I, I had, fuck, I had, I was still doing my thing, you know. So, um, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna just keep adding to the thing. And like I said about 2020, I, I, I went in uh, during the March crash and, and. Yeah, I just, bro, I just seen it. I just seen it happen, and I was like, okay, the NFTs is coming now. Um, that's going to be a crazy hype. Um, yeah, so. I, how are you, how do you research things, though? Because when I was listening to another interview, you said that you don't read books. You just listen to podcasts. No, I've read books. I've, I've read a lot. I've pretty much read a lot of books, but I feel like once you read them, you already, you already know, you already know the lessons, you know? It's just, uh, that's good for like reaffirmations to like reaffirm reaffirm it but i feel like uh, all the lessons are pretty much the same you know so i i i prefer to look at the um the interviews like um and but if you had to but if you had to read say if you if you're going to give like two or three or four books that you must read for for most people because most people don't even read four books in their lifetime mm. let alone four a year or or, mm. or four a month mm. if you're going to give a couple of a couple of books what what you go to uh bro when i was young i read rich dad poor dad and uh kiyosaki and and bro like that i think i was 11 when i read it and that there bro it 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 opened my eyes up because you only know what you know. You only know what you know growing up. But then when I read that book, I'm like, I, it fully dawned on me that I'm like, holy shit. Like if I grew up in this family, my whole outlook would be different. I'll, the lessons that they, this guy would, this person could teach me would be different. So uh, it made me aware. But like I said, bro, like, so, so that, that's definitely one. Cause you really realize that what you're exposed to shapes you, uh, of course, it's just about knowing that that book. That book I didn't. I read that book probably about twenty two, twenty three. Yeah. So I read it real late. You, I couldn't. I couldn't even remember what, what you, you what read. It you read it twelve years. You were lucky to read it twelve years. Not lucky, but you you were just in a gifted position to read it that early. Yeah, I went. To, I was at boarding school, and it was like, bro, like it's nothing else to yeah, do. So, but no, yeah. I wish I'd read it at eleven <laughs> yeah. because what that book allows you to learn, to know is what's an asset and what's a liability on your mm, balance sheet. Mm, mm. And it, and you can understand from that book, what's the bank's asset mm. and what's your asset, mm. which is a, which is a brilliant thing because most people think their home's an asset, mm. but the bank owns it. The mm. bank, the, the bank can call it in any day and they That's don't crazy, understand, right? they don't understand that. They don't understand the, the, the asset look, balance look now sheet. With interest rates going what, what other ones were, were you on? Uh, so I like the 50th law. With by Fifty Cent, yeah, I fucking love that book. Yeah, yeah, that's dope, and that's because I love Fifty Cent. I love Fifty Cent interviews, um, bro. I, I love Fifty Cent interviews like that, dude. Because, because I, I, bro, he's like for me, I see him like killed it in music. Okay, the music career kind of died off because he was beef. He was beefing with Jimmy Iovine and Beats by Dre. Remember, he tried to do the SMS audio. Yeah, and um, so so then they kind of like didn't really want to push him as a music artist because he was promoting a, a a different headphone, um, which was his. Um, but then he had a, like another run with the the di- directing, the 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 power, the thing. Like I love that. I I love seeing like uh, you go on and you do something just as big in a different field. Like it's, it's just like you look at like him or Snoop Dogg. They're phenomenal entrepreneurs, man. Yeah, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg's early everywhere. Um, 
I think he's super early on a lot of apps and and a lot of like waves. But um, for me, Fifty Cent, even just his interviews is like just super super chess move. Are there any? Are there any more? I I would say those two books, bro. And yeah, to be honest, I couldn't even remember. Like, like I got a stack load of books back there, but I couldn't remember. I would. But 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 it's the, the the important thing that I think that you're trying to convey is. You you read books on the on the on the way up because you because you're trying to get as much knowledge as possible. But but the most important thing out of all of it is to execute on the knowledge that you've got from the book. And this yeah, is what right. most people don't do because it's clear to me that you've read a book and some of the way some of the assets and the way that you structure things from the outside looking in from my point of view, mm. I can see where you picked. Okay, you got that from that book and and that from the 50th floor from okay. the way that you've structured things. Yeah, Do you see yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. That's because you took action on the information and mm. and you know is that is that kind of one of, one of the things that you see that most people don't do these days? Bro, I just feel like everyone thinks that it's like, bro, everyone's scared to trash it, bro. Everyone's scared to fail. Like people are scared to fail, you know. But even me now, right? Like it could take me 20 attempts to get the next one. Do you know what I mean? But like, uh, I'm not gonna stop. Like, and and I feel like people try once and then they go, "Oh, that didn't work. That's not for me," and they totally brush it off, you know. Instead of going, "That didn't work. Why didn't it work?" You know what I mean? And 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 you know, there's a there's a there's a thing that says ninety eight percent or some ridiculous high number percentage of businesses fail within two years, and they like they people always use that as a as a as a thing to like try and scare other people to not to not do anything but but I, my answer when everyone always told me that i said well 98 percent of businesses shouldn't have started you know what i mean like that's the way i always replied to people that had that that sort of like mentality like don't try because you could fail i'm like yeah but that's the only way i'm going to learn what to do when i do the next thing so i feel like people just i don't know man like it's i really believe that Know you're gonna fail, accept you're gonna fail, but there's so many lessons in that failure that for the next one you're gonna fine tune. You know, like even but even for example, I'll give you an example. Right, I did this, uh, I did this calendar. Okay, so I, I so bro, like you know, I'm in the nightclub. So all that I know, all that I knew, all the athletes and everything. So um, I did a calendar. Like it was all like Pacific Islanders, uh, rugby athletes and shit. <clears throat> and um, but I got them around. I did it. It was for Pacific Smiles charity. Okay, so it was a, ch- it was a charity calendar. And I did the I, I did photos with everyone. It was bro, it looks crazy, you know. And I sold a lot of them. I'm an idiot, bro. Like I didn't check at the post office what the cost of posting them was. Exactly. So I could I could have made the I could have made the I made the calendar super big, you know. <laughs> like it looked dope, okay. But I would have sold just as much, making it a little bit smaller, and it's going to cost one third less to send. Do you know what I mean? So I literally didn't even make. Uh, I didn't make like no profit like literally the uh, the, the profit was the extra, probably was like $500 at the end of it for all the time that I put in so, but I didn't go F it did it, did it. I, 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 I literally took that note in and said that's something that I'll do next time and like I was telling you off camera without all these little things that happened when I got the big one I wouldn't have made as I wouldn't have made as much as I did from that if I didn't have all these little lessons along the way to that so it's been it's, it's being willing to be in the pursuit for a long time it's like it's like similar to the way i look at this like when people say to me what's your vision for the podcast you know duh, 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 duh. 
how much you want to grow this year? I'm like, look, I'm in it for 10 years. Yep. I've said that from day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love it. I love I, I, my heart and soul. I'm going to put my heart and soul into this for 10 years. Yep. And, I'm, and I'm sure by the end of the, you know, I'm two and a half, two and nearly two and a half years in. I'm sure by the time I get to 10 years, I'll have something to still look crawling. At. You're still crawling right now. Do, do, do you see what I'm saying? I've, yeah. just, I've just, I've only just served a hundred. You don't serve your apprenticeship in podcasting until you've done a hundred episodes, bro. Oh, yeah. I believe that. You need a hundred reps to say you've done your apprenticeship in podcasting. Then you, between a hundred and two hundred, you, 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 you're starting to find your flow. You're starting to find your voice. And then after that, now you can come to the party. Smart, bro. Like, this is exactly it, you know. Like it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a it's a long journey, you know. And the destination is never the destination. Like there's always the, you can always go better. And it's like it's like what you said, but people, but I see I, I see so many people hit me up for to do podcasting, right? But I'm not gonna come on your second episode. You know what I mean? Like go do twenty, thirty. I'll come on. You know, like but don't put me on your first one. Um. So yeah, like like you said, bro. Like it's super, it, it, super smart it, that you look it, like it's, that. It, it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't want someone who's achieved what you have in business as your first episode because you wouldn't have the skills to facilitate the conversation to be able to get the value so you can deliver it to the audience. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't sit there and be like, oh, um, who would you rather be, Batman or Superman? They're like, bro, what the fuck? You asking me that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right? People literally be asking. People you. ask you that. <laughs> Like just the, the most stupidest <laughs> shit, bro. I say, bro, like, do I look like a freaking TikToker, motherfucker, bro? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I get, I get it, and it's, and it's. I think the hardest thing, uh, the hardest thing that about a podcast actually is to not only facilitate the conversation, is to facilitate the conversation to be to be listen, mm. listen intently, and then also to to be able to book the guests, like. To book the booking the guests is is a hard game. I like your flow, man. No, no, no. That's right, bro. And you know, like, uh, bro, like, you know, even even for us, right? We was talking about doing the podcast two two years ago. Yeah, but I was gonna be through the laptop, and we said, well, well, that was because the only reason that was was because of COVID, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so for me, I'm so much happier t- that we didn't do it, and we're doing it now. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. I, 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 everything comes. There were so many roadblocks in the way of doing that podcast at the time, different things, you were busy doing other stuff, you're launching this, that, and the other. Like, it, it's, it's only, when, when podcasts happen, they always feel like they happen at the right time. Oh, okay. And you know, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, you're like, I know why this happened at this point in my journey, mm-hmm. not, not then. Yep. You know, cause I, I, I believe in that kind of stuff. Energy is energy. Yeah, energy, yeah, energy yeah. is massive. Sure. How, obviously, now, obviously, your biggest focus in, what you're doing is obviously NFTs. You obviously go massively into yeah, the bro. NFT space with yeah. your own project yeah, with yeah, Trillionaire yeah. Thugs, yep. and you you're obviously building that. What's your What's your kind of vision and mindset in the NFT space? Because obviously, like, let's be honest, yep. like, there's a lot of there's a lot of rubbish in the NFT space. Yep. What sets out Trillionaire Thugs from all that crap? Well, I just I, I just believe like for us, right? Um, first of all, a lot of a lot of the things is cash grabs. Okay, so a, a lot of it is cash grabs, but to be honest, like, uh, we didn't need the cash. For us, it was like we wanted to do something in this space because the other bull runs, I was literally like, um, okay, I was I was allocating money, but I wasn't building in the space. So I wanted to build in the space, first of all. I want to be, I want to build in, in, in blockchain and crypto. I want to be a builder, not just an investor on the sideline or trading, you know what I mean? Like, or like, I want to be building, so... So I, I found NFTs to be uh, good. Um, obviously, like, we minted, like, 
just at the end, you know. So I really wish we had like a six months of the bull run because we could have gone, we could have went crazy. But you know, everything happens how it happens, and um, so our our obviously the roadmap is to build the the, the play to earn game, you know. So having the having the previous success from uh, uh, casual gaming and 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 mobile games in in in. And also seeing that, bro. Also see, because now I've been in mobile games for for a long since 2014. That I've seen the uh, the 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 iterations of of how it's monetized, how the game's built. Um, this is the ad strategy. Like I've seen changes in that, you know, three four times. So, you know, I really believe that this is the 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 play to earn model is 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 going to be the new wave. Now I don't believe it's going to be how it was with Axie Infinity and in that because I feel like those games and those products were more for just uh people just wanted to people were playing those games just to make money you know it was like a it was like a um it was just a different way to gamble um whereas i in my opinion i believe that um the way that that we're building it it's more like the game has to be fun and then the nft element on top of it is the the cherry on the top you know what i mean so first of all if the game's not enjoyable to play and it's just purely for making money it what we've seen from from what happened um with these games they just tip, tipple over you know they 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 fall over so for us it's about building first of all a good a good game and uh we've got a studio now um that that bro like because originally we had the studio in ukraine and uh you know what happened with the russia ukraine situation uh which was like just after mint so that so we had to build a whole new studio so it, it or it's like it's pretty crazy, bro. Like the whole story is crazy. Yeah. Um, but like I said, bro, it's just you just got to keep going. So I, I actually want to be a builder in this space. And to be honest with you, I'm I'm actually happy that we're building in a bear market because um, less pressure, less pressure. But also, like you don't have these flippers that's like that want to just bro. Like that 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 aspect of NFTs, I don't I don't like it. You know, like the um the the flipper mentality. I I don't like that, and I don't like um. Yeah, I, so I, but I also know that building in a bear market is is you know if if you get it right, you, that's when you thrive in the in in the bull market. So, yeah, for me personally, like I, I I bought three of them, right? And the and the real reason I bought three of them was because of I was investing into you. I was like, do I back what you're doing? It's mm. like, okay, well, I'll just invest into you, yeah, because I believe that you can do so. If anyone could do something with in terms of like hacking viral attention yeah. and putting it into a game yeah. in the crypto space I'm like Sam's got a great chance of doing that yep. so I'll just I'll just I'll just say right I've lost this money and I'll and I'll put it into these and I'll just leave them <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and, what, yeah. and they do what they do yep. because because that's the way I have to look at things like that because it's not it's it's not at the prestige of a bitcoin yet, exactly, exactly. Right? so it's like so it's like the way I the way I see the NFT it's like an altcoin you know yeah it's it, 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 essentially it's mm. like I saw World of Women come out as an mm, NFT, mm, right? And I thought, hmm, first to market in the female mm, NFT space. Mm. So I bought some. Okay. Do you know what I mean? The problem is I sold one. I should never have sold it. Mm. But I've still, I've still got one World of Women and one World of Women Galaxy. Mm. And I think they're going to do massive things in the space as well. And they've got a hell of a community around them. It's yeah. like when you start getting whether they've given them NFTs or whatever they, they've done, when you start getting in these like Rihanna's and, and, and all yeah. these kind of people into, into your, into your space, 
you can start attracting so much attention yeah, and, and you can it's amazing what you can do with it yeah that's crazy so there's there's different type of um there's different there's different levels of participants i would say in trillionaire thugs you know there's there's super active community members that come play the poker nights that we have that are in the tipping comps that we do that come to the meetups that 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 we do financial fridays i do one-on-one calls with people so there's the super active people and then there's people like yourself that buy and hold and then so there's 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 totally different levels, I, you know. I I went into the Discord and I got so confused in the yeah, Discord, yeah, 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 yeah. and there's so much noise, and I'm like, I can't have this much noise when yeah, yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to execute on this podcast. Yep. I'm just trying to relentlessly execute on something yep. that I'm trying to in, yep. in in this in this domain, right? Yeah. So when you when you you can't be in something like that where there's all these notifications going mm. off because you're getting distracted, right? Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, buy, hold. Put your f- put yeah, bro. just that's it. Just and actually, we have we have a super low listings for our collection, bro. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So I just, I just, I just that was the main reason, bro. I really wanted to do it. I thought I, we could execute it at a high level. Which, bro, the marketing campaign was crazy. The artworks, uh, super nice. The actually, we got an AMA uh, this week, probably before the definitely before the podcast comes out, which is our first Twitter Spaces, which we could pretty much do like an introduction to the outside world because now the game is developed at a, at a level that we can start saying to the world like who we are you know because um when we were just the nft collection you know bro like the it, it, it got super spammy you know that 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 whole and it kind of had like a scammy uh feel to it to say you had an nft collection um just because of all the because all it is sat there at that moment is artwork on 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 say open yeah, yeah yeah you know which is how it looks to the outside world yeah. obviously there's a lot of development going on the back end now yeah. so when you release this game yep is this game something that comes through like the mobile app type world? And, yes, and, but but it's got a crypto backend, or how does that? How does how do you structure that? Yes, yeah, so so it's it's on mobile, and actually, bro, it's pretty crazy because app, uh, Apple and uh, Android are actually going to start in, in, integration of that, but they haven't yet. So the way that you do it, and bro, like I'm not a technical dude, but I, I have a fair understanding from uh, from your developers, from yeah. the developers, you know. So you you will actually have to go online to do that uh like on 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 website to do the nft trading part but you can play it inside the game so right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, it's gonna be dope bro it's gonna be dope and uh and, and to be honest like i'm super excited but i know from that bro so many opportunities are gonna come you know so many opportunities are gonna come from 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 being like pr- pretty much first to market i believe that we're gonna be one of the first to execute um well the others that say play to earn game. How do you how how big do you believe this play is from Facebook into the into the metaverse? Uh, it's it's every bro, it's everything. They change their they change their name. <laughs> it's called Meta. Do you know what I mean? And this is what I always tell people, right? Is um, you know, obviously I've said it before, and it's the saying: data data is oil. You know, um, data is so powerful. You know, if I know what if I know what your interests are, I just know what to promote to you. What, what's your I have a higher chance of converting uh, the sale. Facebook knows what you like. Facebook knows this. Facebook knows what photos you interact. Facebook knows where you check in. Facebook knows all this. They've analyzed all that data and yeah, they've analyzed it and said, we're going this way. And the, and the real reason they bought Instagram, the real reason they bought WhatsApp was just to get more and more data on the end user. Exactly, bro. It's, it's attention. Look at, look at Tesla, right? Um, they have the data from every person that drives the routes yeah that's crazy bro <laughs> then they know they know all your buying habits and and they reckon that tesla 
that's why they value Tesla as a technology company, isn't it? Because of the data that they harvest from the end user that's already paid a premium to be the end user. Oh. It's a brilliant business model. The data that they have, they know, okay, 100,000 people travel that corner at 50 kilometers at that thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is the, the thing that they have. So that's why you see the autonomous is actually just a lot of data collecting you know what I mean? Like, so, bro, and then you think about it, once they do automatic driving, now there's no taxis, now there's no Ubers, there's just all Teslas, like, bro, it's pretty crazy. Do you, do you reckon someone like Uber will come in and partner, partner with someone like Tesla and they'll go together as two technology companies mm-hmm. and kind of do, and kind of do like the, the, that together where they got the autom- autonomous cars with someone like plugged into the uh, Uber's I think, data system? I think, yeah, I think so. Makes sense, you know what I mean. Um, and I know Apple's doing the the the, the car play as well. Um, bro, car, cars are gonna. This is what I always tell people, bro, because I'm super interested in tech. Everything cars are gonna be reconf- reconfigured. Because right now you're sta- you're sitting there driving. You got the passenger seat and you got the seats in the back, right? And once this autonomous driving comes, the whole design of the of the interior of the car is gonna be becomes reimagined. About entertainment. Yeah, you, you'll be. Why would you be? Why would you be? Sta- why would the chairs be like that? You know, they might be like this. They might have like you might have a big screen there. You might have you think about all the possibilities of monetizing that experience inside the car. You know, so but it's crazy. It's yeah. Your whole- your you, future pace and your thought process to see where the world's going rather than where the world's already been. Bro, and that's the thing. And and and, and another thing. Another thing I see is people that always have ideas, right? Or they have things, but usually it's from what they've already seen that's worked before do you know what i mean like oh this project done this or they do this so we should do that but they've already done it you know you need to think what's going to happen next what what, where's it go where's the world going what what's in demand so what what's the key then to develop that so if i would if you were going to advise me on how i develop more of a future-paced look than i already have what would what would those what would the key be for me like i think for you right okay so you're 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 building like like I said, like all this content that you're doing, right? <clears throat> Even if you sat on it for five years, right? You own all that content. There might be a new social media platform that comes out. Now, you can't just put the two-hour interviews out. You need to, like this new platform might have this way of going viral, but if you've already got all the content, you just got to repurpose it in a different way. Yeah. Uh, that's always an, ad- an advantage. So so for you, like it's it's like being on, on social media apps early. Um yeah, worse. Pretty much. Obviously, obviously, TikTok is the beast at the moment. Where do you see the the the, the new beast coming? Where's the new beast? What, what am I, I, what I, am I missing here? No, I don't. I don't see anything right now. I still think the powerhouses are the powerhouses. You know, like uh, YouTube still still uh, the one. Um, Twitch is good if you want if you have that that audience. Um, and yeah, like TikTok. Uh, so. I don't see like a new one coming through anytime soon. Do you believe in, obviously you're a massive player in the data space, obviously grabbing emails and, and obviously collecting that data. The, yeah, the, I know, cause, bro, cause, bro, cause bro, I, can, I know can, people that make bank doing that, bro. Yeah. Like, like just, just, just email databases, man. Like I know people that make big money doing Cause, that. Yeah. Cause me too. Like he, 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 I, I, the, the vast majority of, of guys that I know, that have that have made 
make the money the easiest online. Mm-hmm. The easiest mm-hmm. is with an email list. But think about this, right? So, so think about that when, like, okay, so for the apps, right, I had 250 million downloads. Think about push notifications. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. two steps above an email, bro. A email, you, you got to go on in the their inbox. F- you are on there. This phone. is a pop up thing, you know. So, so that's that that's that's how you drive most of the revenue: pushing ads for a push notification. No, 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 no. Uh, but actually, the way I the 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 best thing was so what we did was we always made sure we updated the game every single week and added new features in every week, bro, without fail. And this was a time where casual gaming never did that. Casual gaming might have the game out and then maybe one update, two updates, and that's it. We literally built 100 games inside this one game. You know what I mean? Like, So we, we made it that you would never delete the app. And also every week there's an update. So you're seeing that it's update, 30 new levels, 20 new levels. So we, we, we just made sure that we gave you a reason never to, to delete it as well. Is, is it something you've now sold and exited? Or is it something uh, still? No, no, no. So, so, so for f- like we still have games out, but then we had like contracts that ended and and all that. So it's it's different for each game. But uh, as of right now, like I'm pretty much f- more just so just focused on uh, uh, the the play to earn. So, so you've you you you're looking at completely at play to earn now. You're not you're not going. Obviously, you have. You, is there any other business ventures you have as well on the side, or are you yeah, all bro. about focus? Uh, no, I have, I have I have bro. Still got a like a music label as well. Um, and the boys just did a American tour. I have that with one of my business partners, uh, Mark. So like, and and, and to be honest, like that that's more like a passion project. So we got like DJ Noise, Kenyon Brown, Nina Butter, Relic Brown, Donnell Lewis, pretty much like. Mainstays in the Islander music scene, you know. Um, so I still do that, and and pretty much doing that was it's literally a, like is that is that, do you do that more to connect with culture and and to have your hand in in your culture yeah, and pe- something you love for sure. I don't I don't think I, I kind of get the feeling you're not just doing that for money. Nah, bro, for sure. It's literally uh, it's literally like um, not charity, but it is in a way. It's like. Give him back. Yeah, bro. Show, show, the, show the boys how to, how to how to make a living, you know, uh, doing music because, bro, it's super hard. You know, like it's it's hard to like deal with promote, like especially in the Islander scene because, um, so many good singers that are Islanders, mate. I yeah. didn't I didn't realize how good their uh, Islander like these yeah, big yeah, yeah, these yeah, big yeah. Islander boys. I've got some notes yeah, in them. Yeah, they all got a guitar. Yeah, 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 they yeah, got yeah. That, that. What's that hat that they wear? That that that, that hat. Snapbacks or something? Nah, no. Nah, some of them wear that, but some of them wear the like, fedora as well. Like they're playing. Oh, I've, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen one in the fedora playing <laughs> playing a guitar. I'm like, oh, it's big, big guy, but he has mass, mad voice on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, bro. So I still do that. I got, but I do a lot of things, you know. Um, but I'll say right now, it's it's just. But I was even in Asia, right? So I was in Asia and. Um, we uh in Thailand and we just got le- we just got legalized like two weeks before, so I'm going over there seeing so- seeing like uh that at such an early stage. When you when you say get legalized, what what do you what do you mean? So now 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 they have like stores where you can get uh, edibles. You can have the different ah oh, for cannabis. You're talking about so yeah, you, yeah, so yeah, you're yeah, in, in the cannabis game as well. Uh, so I don't want to speak on it, but like uh yeah, bro, like uh, I've been. And for a few years now, but um, just going to Thailand, like for example, going to Thailand was interesting because um, to see something at at ground level, you know, like two weeks, three weeks after it had been legalized. So, the cool thing about what what I do, bro, is like 
I'm able to uh, look for opportunities globally. You know what I mean? I'm not just like looking in my backyard for opportunities. But what you're going to learn from the cannabis game whilst you're playing in a legalized space in Thailand is you're going to learn the whole business model so that when they legalize it in other countries, you're going to bring it to other countries. That's what you're doing, right? Uh, I've I've been involved already like in uh, Portugal because uh, Portugal's had it legalized for a while now. Um, Por- Portugal, actually, I've just been to Portugal on okay. the podcast tour. Okay. Portugal, um, you can have cocaine on your person for your personal use okay. and they, they don't prosecute you or nothing. Yeah, because the the obviously some people I know they like that kind of thing. They yeah. they're like so the the police don't even the police don't charge you or nothing. They won't yeah. arrest you for that. Yeah, if, you, if you're trying to sell it, there's a problem. But the, because they've decriminalized it, they've they've, yeah, yeah, they've, yeah, yeah. they've cut out all the all the dramas around mm-hmm. it. Yeah, but man, I believe like to be honest, like this is on a deeper level. But I believe if you're not hurting anyone, then you should be able to you should have the freedom to choose. You know, like you're you're like you're an individual person. You know, um, whichever whatever it is. Sexual thing, this, that, anything, so. Well, as long as you're not hurting anyone, as long as you keep it to your own self and you're not you're not in anyone else's way when, with what you're doing, I suppose, you, behind closed doors, what you do, as long as you're not harming anyone, it's your thing. I don't judge, bro. Yeah. Um, so, no, no, so, 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 and, and for example, for Thailand, right, basically what I was saying is like, think globally, you know, like I, like I, I went there and it wasn't necessarily to see what works for, uh, for other countries, it was more like, who's going to be the main player in this space? Because you see all these little pop-ups. You know, it's like little stone. <laughs> Literally, it's stoners, right? Who, 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 like, like the cats. The cats sorry. on my, the cats on my podcast, Kill. <laughs> Bro, Sorry, bro, the cats. The cat. The cats just try to turn us off record. Bro, literally a stray cat, bro. We, uh, yeah, yeah. We I, saw, I, saw, I saw. Yeah. Now, now the dog's coming in. Hey, right. can someone take the dog, please? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I love the dog on the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, how long you had this dog for? For like three years. I think that, it's like that, a, that's a, even a designer dog, right? Ever. Yeah, bro. yeah. It's a, a Corona dog. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Nah, but in, in in regards to like, um, where were we? We was on the, we was on the cannabis in Thailand. Yeah. So I, so I was uh, so I'm there, right? And I'm seeing like, because uh, like I said, like the the people that had like little pop up shops now, they're just like avid smokers and stuff you know so so i'm 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 sitting there like i literally went to every single one in uh in in bangkok bro and i'm there i'm 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 back i'm behind the thing with the people it's super friendly because it's so early you know they're just happy that um they're chill but i'm literally looking there like okay who's gonna be the main player here you have to do this this that this that to be the you know the main player all these all these little people's gonna get knocked out and and i was literally strategizing and thing this is how the main player is going to look like in this space, you know, like for, for retail, uh, the, the, the grower side, this side, that side. Uh, no, it's just cool, bro. It's just cool to like go to places and uh, break down the business, you know. And and I think that always sharpens your tools as well. And so, so yeah, like travel for me, it's like... Um, Travels or everything's business to you, isn't it, really? Bro, everything's everything. I walk into, bro, I literally walk into a restaurant. I'm like breaking down like... Okay, numbers of covers people, how many that, tables they got this is the food this is the staff this is this um average order value yeah bro even even at nightclubs bro like i because I, I used to travel to all these different nightclubs i walk in go this is the wrong placement of the atm machine um you know the the the, the lights is like this the, the, the smoke machine's too much the uh you know like he's he's playing the hits too early uh yeah you know, save that for 1am like just all that sort of stuff like the, the security at the front 
Because the mu the music the music should in a am I right in thinking the music in a nightclub? And yeah. I'm I'm a non drinker, bro. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never touched alcohol in my wow. life. Never, what? Never touched alcohol, bro. Bro, that's crazy. Never never done none of that. That's no no smoking, nothing, right? Damn. But I believe in a nightclub that you should build the hits up from say. 10, 10 till one. Yeah, it's a formula because when you take them past one o'clock, they're yeah. all drunk so much they stay in your club, right? It's it's, it's a formula. So so for like an R and B club, uh, this is when I was running. It might be changed now, but like uh, early days, you might play the songs that might be like ten years ago, but they're like still the jams. You know, like the you know like okay, so when I was doing it, it was like next too close and all that. You know, like the the, the, the you come in little, little little vibes. You know, like having a few drinks, then you start building up to the to the hits. One, one like twelve thirty one a.m. is the the, the current bangers and then you go into more the old school stuff uh, you might play a little bit of reggae in there um, I'm talking about in the- and this and this is all just to retain people to spend money at the bar oh that's just the music side but yeah. that's just the music side then then you need to make sure the security is on, uh, on point at the front um, you don't have you, you have smart people that um, okay I said no ripped jeans but I only said that so I could say no to this person you'll find that those are $300 jeans like you know it's common sense, people. You know, uh, so so you're even setting rules that, that allow you to pick your audience as well. It's not that you're doing it, but that's what you have to do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. so it's not just you're doing it, but you, you, it's, bro. So there's, so yeah, I walk into everything, bro. Like I walk into everything, and I'm just breaking down the business. Like, doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter thing who it is. Like, I, I was even looking at your, um, like, uh, like social media, like. Just seeing the, the the people that you got on and all that, so I break break down everything. Bro. How, how am I breaking down? Um, <laughs> uh, that's good, bro. Like I understand the trajectory that you want to do, and um, I think it's smart. You know, like uh, and for for me, for me, it's 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 probably long and slow, to be honest. And and certain th- certain things that there's obviously there's obviously ebbs and flows, yeah, but I think long and long and steady and continuous wins that wins the race. What? He he who can play the longest wins the game. Better that's journey, the, bro. Better that's, journey. That's the way I see podcasting. because if you and that's why I've, I say it's so important to people that you know. I hustled like you early days, being a carpenter, doing other things yeah. to grab money. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. I've never told my story about it, but like I've, I've I've hustled to grab money too, so that I could allow myself the freedom to do this. You can't just go do this. Nah. That's what people don't understand. You can't just go. Oh, I'm going to have a podcast and travel around the world doing it and monetize it straight away. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. So you you got to have this, and then you can once you set up the base, then you can try this, try yeah. this, try that, and if you get burnt, you still got that, and then you try the next thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mate, honestly, but give me a bit of an insight into your thoughts on positioning in terms of the world. Because obviously, you've you've took yourself from New Zealand, then you've gone to Australia. You've done done bits and done what you need to do in Australia. Mm. Then you've gone, okay, right, I'm going to move to Dubai. Mm. Obviously, there's there's advantages to that. Mm. What what was your thought process behind it, and what's your advantages? Like I said, bro, like just always thinking globally. You know, like I'm making money online first of all. Yeah. So. I'm making money online. That means I can live anywhere in the world. So now I'm researching what's the benefits of living in di- in different countries. Yeah. Uh, obviously UAE, super uh, tax friendly. Yeah. Um, there was other countries that I researched, like uh, it was like Bahamas, like Malta was five percent, uh, Singapore was like fifteen percent, Hong Kong's like was like uh, 
you keep all the money that you earn outside of Hong Kong. I think Singapore is like that as well. But if you earn money inside the country, it's like 15%. So but I research everything. And I said, but I'm on Google Maps. I'm, I'm very big on Google Maps. You know, like I, I can break down the city and the fill. But you give me Google Maps, you tell me uh, um, you, you tell me an area and I'll go, okay, cool. Like this is the, the, the gyms over here. This thing's over here. Like this makes sense. Like this city's structured properly. But I, can, um, I break down, I can break it down on Google Maps like, Ah, this city's like it's designed wrong or it's designed bad. Like uh, just from Google Maps, um, so it's hard for me to get about here. So I don't want to live here because it's going to be too much traffic, too much, too much lack of movement. Uh, I'm just an expert on Google Maps that I can really break down whatever you need me to break down for Google Maps. Like I can, I can break it down. And and I was on Google Maps. I'm like, bro, this is like dope. And like I said before, um, Dubai is such a uh, bro. It's lit, bro. Like it's got all the like the top. Everything that I'm into, bro, it's got, you know, like, it's got the fine dining. I'm, I love fine dining. Fitness, bro, everything to do with fitness, um, security, safety. But is it a place that you come to when you've made your initial part of your wealth and then to blow it up? Or is it a place where you can build your wealth? It depends what, it depends what your business is. Do you know what I mean? So, um, if, if you're, if you're. No, I, I know people that have done both and been successful. I know people that have come here from Australia that are from Melbourne. So, you know, the, the, the cafe culture. culture kings. Yeah. And now they own 15 cafes, restaurants in Dubai. They couldn't have done that in things. So it really depends on what your business is. Um, now, a lot of people do move here once they make their money because, bro, like, a, like okay, in Australia, right, for example, if I'm driving in Australia in a Lamborghini, I'm getting pulled over every time. Like every time a cop goes past, they're pulling me over. How did you get this? Like, what do you do? Da 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 da. You're not you're an Islander dude with tattoos. Uh, but it makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, but over here, bro, like, oh sir, da da da. You know what I mean? It's a, bro, like, I get left alone. It's crazy. Like, so just even that, bro, like, it's I could just. You know what I mean? Like that's such a see. It's hard for me because like I I look at obviously I've got people like you that I can talk to mm. about the opportunities that are in Dubai yeah. and right and I because of the people I have access to mm. I can see all the benefits of Dubai and and the opportunities that are here for yeah. me. Yeah. The only thing for me is I fucking love Australia, but it's I don't. A beautiful but, country, but because it's a beautiful country, it the problem with Australia for me is it's so far away. Right, all the all the guests that I dream of um, as I as I go through the levels yeah, yeah, of yeah, podcasting yeah, 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 yeah. are all from episode two hundred to three hundred is going to be lit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, you're, you're at that do, level do, now. Do you know, so do you know what I mean? They're not in Australia. Nah, that, and that's and that's the hardest thing. And like. they don't go to Australia. Nah, and that, and that's it, but it hurts my heart saying it because I fucking love Australia and Australia. Put it this way. I feel so strongly about Australia because I went to Australia as a carpenter and joiner, mate. Mm. Right? I left England earning £25,000 a year mm. and I went to Australia and it changed my fucking life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And I get emotional saying that because of how much it deeply means to me. Yeah. But it's like you have to fucking grow. You have to go and seize opportunity. Bro, the, every, everyone's moved that's from New Zealand, right? They go to Australia and then that's it. Bro. You know what I mean? Like there's there's levels after that too, you know? Um, so yeah, you just, but you've always been willing to put yourself in the position. Like it, what I believe with you is if, if, 
America had the opportunity that, and you needed to go there. You just up sticks and go there and just and do whatever needs to be done because you're, whatever makes sense. You're glo- what you've you've made yourself a global decision. How how do you get rid of the attachment? To, I get attachment to fucking places. Uh just because, bro. Like I uh, grew up with my mom and my dad. They div- they did. I didn't know them together, so I lived like I was always. Bro, I didn't really like. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I lived. I moved to Australia when I was young. Then I moved back to New Zealand, and so like, I don't. I don't really have that emotional attachment. And to be honest, because I'm because I because I'm constantly thinking about progression. That even if I knew you three years ago. I'm on a different level now, you know what I mean? And, and and it's no disrespect or anything, but it's like if you don't it, it's very rare that someone keeps the pace that I'm I'm going because bro every day I'm just thinking about progression, you know? So um yeah. So you're it, all, you're all, you're always focused about cementing the level you're at and then pursuing greater levels and that allows you to be so present that you don't need to think about ah oh, but Australia's got beautiful beaches and cuz you just cause you've you've obviously got property there and all that yeah, stuff yeah. and and you you can go back anytime. Mm. I suppose that's the way I've got to see it as well. Bro, like uh yeah, man, I, I I just literally like I just always see new levels, you know. Like even even being here, like I'm like, oh well, you got a penthouse on the palm. It's like I want to be the dude that builds the palm. You know what I mean? Like I want to be yeah, like you yeah. know I don't want to live on the palm. I want to build the palm. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. and then even when you build the palm, it's like, bro, there's even levels above that. You know, like it's bro, it's there's always just different levels, bro. So there's always there's no reason that you shouldn't be motivated. You know what I mean? There's always motivation out there, so um i guess i'm just able to, i just i'm just so like i don't know what it is but that i just latch onto it and just just keep wanting to keep going ahead man no honestly it's very very inspiring and like i say in this place for for a lot of the people that listen to this podcast the only way i can describe it for you is grant cardone said this it's like always position yourself and you've done this always position yourself in the best building that you can at the possible time mm. that you're at mm. with the highest view with the best view so you can see everything because the higher they are the clearer your vision is yeah, yeah. and the more you can see and 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 and, and you know you could just feel that affluence and you can Bro, i love when you. people walk in here and you're literally looking at dubai yeah you know what i mean like it's you're literally you're you're on the side of the palm and you're looking at the city so it's like it's it's crazy. But do you do, do you add anything into your life like meditation, visualization, affirmation, anything like that? Uh, well, I do like I do like yoga. Um, yoga is dope. Uh, actually, my girl she's got me lit on more like uh, personal personal growth. You know, like yeah. bro, like whatever. Because I, I know that for sure. Whatever I focus on, I'm gonna I'm gonna excel at because it's just now now I have to pick and choose. Like, okay, but this, even if I excel at this, I'm only going to get here. Uh, but if I excel at this, I'm going to get here. So it's always about picking and choosing. But now it's like, um, yeah, no, she, she's got me on that on, on that growth thing, bro, like mentally and just being a better human, you know? Is, with being so, because I'm, I'm always interested in this from, from entrepreneurs like yourself that have achieved a lot. When you have that, the, the elegant girlfriend, wife, whatever, beside you, does that kind of lock you into, uh, like, give you more, like, regularity, <laughs> like yeah, regularity, routine, sure. and allow, allow you as an entrepreneur to go and achieve more? Yeah, but it's it's so, you have to really choose the the right person, you know, because it, bro, at the end of the day, it's not always, it's not, looks is, bro, looks is good for a one-night stand, but looks doesn't matter if it's in a relationship, do you know what I mean? Oh, well, it matters, but it's not, there's there's other factors that you have yeah. to 
that make up the pie. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that yeah. that choose your thing. So, but I, I believe being in a good relationship where you both are wanting to grow, um, you, it's bro, like you, but you got to be like you can't be like that. You know, too many people with relationships they're like this. They meet head on. They're head on, but you got to be like that. So you're both on the journey up. You know, so it's. It's more like and that. you've both I'm right in thinking you've both got to have your own thing that facilitates your personal growth and then come together as a collective from that I think I think each situation is different but just yeah. trying I'm just trying to understand it as much as I can from a high level entrepreneurial okay point of okay view. okay I look at it like this right so I'll, I'll break it down more like business okay not not with the yeah. emotional thing so so if you have your partner, right? And they're super good looking, they're super lit, they're, they're, they're good people, they're thing, and people see that, okay, there's a reason that this person is with that person. It must mean something. Do you know what I mean? This person must be thing to have this person as their partner. So, yeah, that's if you want to look at it like that. Um, and, bro, everything that I'm into, you, your, your other partner should be into, you know? Um, yeah, <laughs> no, but I just it's 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 so it's 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 good for me to hear because I've heard this perception. Yeah. And I always ask I ask the high smart boys about their yeah, yeah, relationships, yeah. and I believe with, with obviously you know you know Nick and Alex and that it's like the reason they achieved so much success was not just because of of what they've done and how they've executed, mm. but let's let's just face facts as young nineteen twenty year old boys. They they had stable, elegant women, right? That that allowed yeah. them because they have the stable, elegant women at yeah. home, yeah. And not at home, but you know what I mean. Because yeah. they because they have that on by lockdown their by their side, that that definitely helped facilitate their growth. Hundred percent. Okay, so growth, right? If you want to talk about bodybuilding, what is growth? It's consistency. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's routine, doing the same thing every day. So same thing with with a relationship, like. Uh, get up this time, do this, do that, bro. Like consistency and routine is always going to get you better results. Now, uh, not saying that you need a relationship, bro, you can do it single, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it's better. It's always better to have, it's always better someone to have someone who's on, who's I think on always, the journey with you. You know, it's always, I mean? yeah, a hundred percent is, is I think, I think that's what I've kind of realized from, from speaking to a lot of you guys. It's yeah. like having someone there on the journey that, you know, when you're having a bad day, and you could, one pick each other up, and yeah, it's just, yeah, there's just there's sure. just that camaraderie, and, Bro, and for sure. And I think the biggest thing that's ever been sold to the world, it, from my experience, is like hookup culture. Uh-huh. I think it's the most negative environment to play around in, mm-hmm. and it's the biggest waste of time ever now. Super and it's waste so, of time. And, and it's something I've you know had to learn, you know, because I, I was involved in it myself in late twenties. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like. So I think to myself, how much fucking time have I, and energy have I wasted investing in this when I should have been investing in this? And you know I even I mean? and I even tell people right that want to do that. I said, bro, like you be chasing the girls, bro. I be chasing the money, and then the girls come chase me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's if you want that lifestyle. But that's the same. You know what I mean? That's literally the same. Go, like, go and go and, cre- go and create yourself as the asset, as in you level up yourself and level up your network and level up everything about yourself, so that you can attract the woman you want into your life, bro. And and that doesn't mean you're just gonna get gold diggers. No, someone that is super ambitious as a girl, bro, they don't want to be with a, someone who has no ambition, who has no success. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so it's not that you're just gonna get gold diggers. Nah, you're gonna get ambitious girls too. Like, uh, bro, it's everything. So. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- no, I, I just wanted to finish on that because I, re- I really wanted to get your your concept and thought process. Sam, mate, honestly, yeah, uh, mate, I'm glad. I'm glad that we waited. Thank you so much for your time, bro. Here, bro, bro, these headphones are lit. Bro. Yeah. I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like I'm this, on the radio and shit. The thing, the thing was, I said to Sam before we started. Look, mate, I've got, I've got you. Um, I've I've got these mics that you can connect to your T-shirt, right? <laughs> that will give you about eighty percent of the sound quality that these give you, but that but they look better on YouTube. But these headphones, they just give such good sound quality. Yeah, yeah. And I want and, and the, with it when you are on a podcast, you know, and, and Apple and Spotify being my biggest channels at the moment, it's like it's so important that you have that sound quality. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the audience and everything else, I hope you guys have got so much value out of this from from sam the way he looks at the world the way he breaks things down for you just ever just everything about it i just really hope that you've got out as much wisdom as i wanted you all to get out of this and that is sam aka fortify aka the wizard of the app world and the man who can hack viral attention you guys have been sensational and do me a solid favor drop us a message share on social media and yeah much love Thanks, Maggi, bro. Maggi, Maggi. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to the Frankie Lee podcast.